0: So we'll read from Hafiz, Skinning Your Knees on God. Little by little, you will turn into stars. Even then, my dear, you will only be a crawling infant, still skinning your knees on God. Little by little, you will turn into the whole sweet amorous universe in heat on a wild spring night become so free in a wonderful secret and pure love that flows from a conscious, one-pointed, infinite need for light. Even then, my dear, the Beloved will have fulfilled just a fraction, just a fraction of a promise He wrote upon your heart. When your soul begins to even bloom and laugh and spin in eternal ecstasy, oh, little by little, you will turn into God. and now we have a battery change. See how Fiest didn't have to deal with microphones and batteries and just been sure he had enough ink.
1: Let me see something a sec here. I think I'll be using that later, that's why I'm pointing it out, so. I say I think because sometimes you just never know how it's going to unfold. Or at least I don't. And sometimes I do. So, some of what I'd like to share about more this evening is that action of the radiant form on this path to sound and light and how important the value is in not only recognizing what that relationship is but what it's about and why it's important to develop that relationship just as we did the meditation just now spending time and doing that that it's always important to remember that you know we always talk about loving god and allowing god to love you but it is through the radiant form that that action of loving takes place. Because in truth, that radiant form is God's loving and expression. That is God's loving. So if we are looking and wanting God's loving, look to the radiant form, regardless of how it shows up. If it shows up as a blue light, as a purple light, as a golden white light, or as myself or Jim, or even a different spiritual teacher that you may not even recognize, let it be what it is. Because it is an expression of God's love. And I mean that. It is the most direct expression that we can experience on any level or realm of consciousness. So when we go into meditation, focusing at the Spiritualized Center, and looking inside and chanting that sacred name, know what to look for, know what to listen for. That's why we always talk about that radiant form. A little while back I shared an experience that I had inside with that radiant form, with the truth of that expression, it is both the light and the sound. The light is where we can see and know, and the sound is the loving, the essence, the frequency of this pathway. And it'll often come through as a voice of even the teacher. In this particular experience, it was God talking through me as a spiritual teacher, the soul not this body, not this personality. And that's how that works. The true master, if you will, or spiritual teacher, the being of one who has walked us in our journey, who has merged into the oneness with God, who is in truth one with that living, loving essence that can say, I and the Father are one. In that oneness, is where God uses that consciousness as a vehicle for that direct expression. And I know these things can be hard to understand, but as we hear them and begin to experience them inwardly, they make more sense. But it's also the challenge to not get caught up in the personality of the teacher physically, but to always realize that's just a vehicle. That's why Gemini spend the time and emphasize it's the radiant form, the spiritual form, the Holy Spirit. But that Holy Spirit that is God's loving expression will use that soul, that form of the one who is sharing that loving, will speak through, will express through that form. That's why not only You see us here physically and as in sharings like we're here doing today. You begin to hear or even experience that essence of loving just as we gather. But that's why even God will use even our form that you see physically inside. But obviously when you see it in meditation or in a dream state, it's obviously not the physical, is it? It is the soul Of the one who is awakened with God, that God embeds, works through, moves that loving from the very heart of God down through every realm into expression. And it is that expression, that movement of spirit through that form that works with each of us, the soul, to awaken us, to bring us back into that state of oneness, which it is. I don't want to just say from which it comes from, but from which that is. That oneness is the expression that we see even in the individualization of the spiritual teacher, that radiant form within. And it is through that in our relationship that we begin to open to receive to experience, to come to know what that essence of loving is, what that true oneness of God is, is through that form. It will awaken us. It will give us direction. It will show us the way. It will bring us along our personal journeys, no matter what that looks like. So take the time to really develop that inner relationship with the radiant form of the spiritual teacher, the light and the sound, the loving. Remember when Jim used to do some of the guided meditations where he would focus up to the spiritual eye and to look through the door and to see the radiant form of the teacher there and for us to reach through and to take the hand of the teacher to take the hand. Literally, it can be like taking the hand. It can appear that real, just as if you would physically. But often we don't see it that way. Often we just see it as an inner light. Or if we don't even see the inner light, we may hear the inner sound. That's still the hand of God reaching, but it's up to us to take that. Or we just feel it. We feel that sensation on the head or here in the spiritual eye center. Did you feel that today? Did you notice? For me, I noticed right on that third eye area, it was more intense or focused today. It's very tangible in that way. So be aware of that, because there are times where it is a little more intense or tangible, just like you might have felt it today in the meditation. That's the radiant form there. Supporting you, the soul, awakening you, the soul, bringing you more alive to the Spirit, the truth that is unfolding there. But that radiant form, remember, and I'm going to say this over and over and over and over, that it really is God's loving, not the personality, but to recognize that. And that's why we want to take the hand to follow after, to watch, to listen, observe, move with it, and allow yourself to experience. Because in that form is that living word or mantle that God places in that soul we call the spiritual teacher. But it is that mantle or living word that is the true spiritual teacher, that is the true form of God's loving. But this is a realm of individualization. So God will use a form, an individualized form that we can have that relationship of loving with to begin to recognize and know that so that we can follow and seek. And we try to keep this simple, give a few ideas of what that can look like or sound like, or feel like, or just to know. Sometimes we don't even see any form, whether it's in meditation or in the dream state. Sometimes it's just that little nudge or feeling on the top of the head. But to give it attention, to pay attention, to hold our attention on that inner experience. Because following that, will lead us through life to fulfill the experiences we've come into this realm to have. And it is through that loving that does assist us in fulfilling that, in completing that, in freeing ourselves of the karmas or the lessons. So be a true disciple. A true disciple is one who looks and listens and follows that movement of God's loving. And in that, also, a disciple is what? A student. What are we doing as a student? We're learning. So learn. That takes an openness, a vulnerability, to look and to listen, to feel. So we come into the knowing So to be the disciple is to be the student, the one who, observe, who is observing and looking to learn. This is a pathway of discovery. And it can truly be a wonderful adventure. Well, that's where we spend a lot of the other talks talking about that, don't we? About finding our way through all the drudgery using loving acceptance forgiveness. Well, I'm not talking about that today. But that's where we spend a lot of time talking. So we can move through all that stuff that seems so heavy and hard. But the truth in the matter, so to speak, is a simple journey of loving. And about it's knowing what to look for, knowing how to approach this journey that makes a difference in setting ourselves free and allowing that radiant form of God's loving to work with us to bring us into the freedom, to learn the lessons, to have the guidance. But it's funny also how it works because it is God leading us, loving us all along. We can't make this happen we won't even respond or even begin to look to God, the Spirit, to loving until we are called, until God calls the soul. It is time. It is time, my child, come home. And as God calls the soul, then we will begin now the journey of seeking, of looking, to find To discover what is this inside that is calling me, that is nudging me, that is pulling on me, that I am longing for. And often we'll look to answer questions like, why am I here? What's my purpose? What's the meaning of life? These are the things that will begin to stir in us. And those are good questions. And a good disciple will be one who will seek out to discover the answers, the understanding. And it is in that seeking for that understanding that we begin to answer the call. That's how we answer the call, it is in the seeking, the looking for. And in that we will have the experiences that will bring us the learning the understanding both through information but mainly through experience so that we truly know the information that may be being shared so be the good disciple approach not just as pathway your life is your pathway Approach your life with eyes of discovery, looking to learn, whatever it may be, anything going on, mentally, emotionally, physically, imaginatively, unconsciously, subconsciously, and spiritually. Because ultimately, it is the spiritual seeking that will answer all questions and fulfill all karmas and desires. As we often hear that phrase, God first and God only. So as we keep our eyes on God, that radiant form, that will lead us to the answer, to the experience, to discover that which we as a soul have come here to discover, to learn, to experience. It happens automatically just by keeping our eye on God. And part of the reason, I put the diagram out here again, showing the different levels, of course, from spirit down to soul, the etheric, mental, causal, astral, physical. And as you see this green line I did up from the base of the physical up to the soul level and back down here, is the talk I gave about climbing the inner mountain. Because as often as a journey, And in that inner climb is what we're doing on this pathway of meditation. But we may not know how to get to the peak. So we have a tour guide, the spiritual teacher or the radiant form. I like using the word radiant form better than spiritual teacher because to me that makes it truly all about the inner, not about the physical one. All the physical one's all right too, in my opinion. That's supposed to get a laugh. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. But also, one of the ways that I not only look at this as an inner mountain, but I also look at this much like a Christmas tree. Isn't it interesting? The Christmas tree up there at the peak and what's often at the top of the Christmas tree? The star, right? Well, it's funny because the star... I'm going to actually do a six-pointed star up here. That star has often been called the Star of Bethlehem, the Soul Star. That's our own soul. That's the journey we're climbing the mountain or on the top of the tree. That star represents our own soul, our awakening. And that journey up is all the experiences we're going to have and learn through that. And I like to look at a couple of other things here, too. If you look at this as a tree, what does every tree have, right? Right through the middle of it? What do we call that? That's right, the trunk. Of course, there's the roots that come down All of our attachments into the world, right? But that trunk, right in the middle, that's a straight and narrow pathway. And isn't it interesting on this straight and narrow pathway, that trunk, it goes right on up? Some trunks they get a little windy, curly. Well, yeah, that's that's what actually happens. Such is life. It's not just one straight path, it's all over the place. But isn't it interesting too, on the trunk? What comes out of the trunk? All these branches, right? Well, all those branches that come out of the trunk, guess what those are? Those are all the experiences the soul is having as it goes into all these realms of consciousness. Just like in the physical world, here are the roots or branches here as well. That's our journey of having life experience. Heard of the phrases like fruits of our labor? Well, some trees produce fruit, right? So our actions, what we create, what we produce through our actions are the experiences. And often you heard the phrase, we eat our karma. Yeah, you're going to kind of eat the karma, eat your own creations. In other words, you're going to have those experiences that you create. That's the eating of it. That's the karma. But it's by doing that how we have the experience to fulfill the journey. And once we do that, guess what? Well, then we just come right back in on the branch, right back to the trunk, right back to that inner straight and narrow, that place of centeredness, the place of neutrality from which all creation comes, all the experiences come out of, that centered place of neutrality where pure spirit resides. And guess what? That trunk, I kind of tried to do it in purple, but this is more of a, pinkish, purplish fuchsia or something, is that purple light. That's the spiritual pathway. That purple light is a radiant form. So on this journey, when we move in meditation, we're out here on one of the limbs, right? You feel like you're hanging on the edge of life, out at the edge of the, the end of the limb, blowing in the wind, don't know if you're going to fall off as bad fruit or Whatever. So what do we do? We we meditate, we try to come back into the center to find, because what is the trunk? The stability, the strength, the solidness. Branches break off, but that trunk usually doesn't break, it bends a lot. But this is the trunk you can't even cut down. So when we go into meditation, we're coming in from the branches or out on the lemon back to the center, to the trunk, that straight and narrow pathway. And here's the way this works. Whether you've had this, these kinds of inner experiences or not, but way, the way the journey works. As we begin to go inside and lift up in spirit, the soul begins to transcend all the experiences below it. And guess what happens? We'll go up and up and up, and all of a sudden we'll feel like we're falling. And then we'll go up and up and up and then we'll feel like we're falling. I've often called this two steps forward, one step back. The way I've experienced it from day one to this day, whenever I go into spirit, I will often find myself traveling upwards, upwards, upwards in spirit towards that star, that great light, the sun. That's what we always wanna go for, go for the light. And the sound. And I'll find myself moving towards it, towards it, and then all of a sudden at some point, all of a sudden I find myself dropping. But what happens when I drop? I'll come down, and then all of a sudden I'll go out, back onto the horizontal. Guess what I'm doing? Well, now I've lifted up in spirit as high as as I can go for that experience, and then I'm coming back down and out no matter what realm it is, whether it's the physical realm, the astral realm, the causal, the mental, the etheric, the soul, we come back down and out to have experience, life experience, the soul's experience, no matter what realm of creation we're on. So we go back out on one of those branches, having experience, and once we've had the experience, sowed whatever seeds, And guess what happens? We go back inside. In and in up again. We go up and up. And then all of a sudden, once again, we find ourselves, oh my God, I'm falling. We fall, but we realize we don't fall all the way down. We just fall a little ways and then we go back out again. But what do we, what's it feel like? Well, we have the falling sensation or the step backwards feel You know know what I'm talking about, don't you? How much, haven't you your whole life experienced of wonderful excitement, joy moving forward and then all of a sudden it feels like everything falls flat and you feel like, God, I feel like I just went back to where I was, like I'm not making any progress. That's the one step back. That's the experience of falling. All we're doing is going to have more experience and as we have that experience and then as we focus back inside on the radiant form, it pulls us back in to that centered place, and back up. We fall down, right? Fall down and out. We lift in and up. Simple. The Christmas tree, just a regular tree. I like, I just say that because the star on the top. That's the journey. This is the simplicity of the journey. But you know, I like to say with the Christmas tree, you know how they wrap it with lights, all the different lights on there? To me, each of those lights are fulfillment of a karmic experience, a lesson learned, an enlightenment along this path to illumination. Does that make sense? Every experience, everything we learn, those are the lights that go off on the Christmas tree. So we keep lighting another light as we keep, doing the journey, fulfilling our experience. And now the light goes on, ah, enlightenment. And we get drawn back into the middle, lift up another level, go out another branch, put a few more lights on, light up a few more lights. When that's done, we come back in. It's simple. In and up, down and out, in and up, down and out, in and up, down and out, in and up. God, am I ever going to get home? In and up, down and out, in and up, down and out. Woo! Oh my God, there's just one light now, not all these little lights. One light, the light of soul. That's where we're all going. If you've been initiated, or if you have written a letter of intention, are intending to be initiated, you are doing this journey. You are answering that inner call. And it's funny, at the bottom of a tree is usually what? The wider the base, right? So even as we're doing this inner journey, we seem to keep having these physical experiences and we feel like we keep getting dragged back down. Well, the branches are wider at the bottom, right? So it seems like there's more lessons and it's harder. It's heavier. Well, that's often the experience here. But the higher you go, the branches don't go out so far. They come in more and more, so it gets easier and easier. But there's still the experiences until we get to the very peak, the very top, where there's no more branches sticking out horizontally. So a trees like to cross as well. The Horizontal line is all those branches. The vertical one is that trunk that just goes up and down. So we're always moving towards that star at the top. That star at the top is a golden white light, the awakening the soul, and that purple light, or the blue, or even gold or white, is that movement of spirit out of the realms of spirit, down through the soul, down through all the realms, through that trunk. And I'll tell you what, right here at the bottom, There's always an anchor point. On every realm, there's anchor points. We're right here, let me see if I can make a smiley face and all that mess. The living Word made flesh is where it's anchored in the spiritual form of the teacher physically. But then as we move up, we can see that spiritual form on all the different levels. And even when we get here, right here under the soul star, right here, when we wake up to the soul, is where we will come face to face with God directly. Face to face. Because in that realm of soul, God does take on an individualized form or appearance. And there's the recognition. And that's the beginning where we, the soul, begin to now merge back into the true oneness of God that's beyond any form, beyond the face. There's no form, but in the beginning there is. But it's amazing, because when you come to that point and see the Lord face to face, you will know. And then the face changes. There is a face often been referred to, the white hair, the beard, like Santa Claus I like to say. Oh yeah, it'll take on a form, but then all of a sudden the face will change and you'll start to see other faces And in those other faces, you will see the face of the spiritual teacher who initiated you because the teacher is one with God. And that's how we recognize that. And then we discover, oh my God, it's true. The radiant form of the teacher, that truth spiritually really is one with God. It changes their face, God's face. So God will use the face of the teacher to always look towards that because that will bring us into that oneness with God directly, the star at the top of the tree. So listen to the voice, watch for the face. On the physical level, it may not be so radiant, but believe me, in spirit and especially in soul, it will radiate the light and the sound And it is just amazing the loving that you will see and hear and it fills you. You will know it through your experience. So on this journey of moving into that awakening of soul, look, listen, feel, follow that tour guide because that's what's going to awaken you little by little and walk with you to support you into finishing all the journey on the limbs, the branches, to go back and forth and back and forth, but yet still higher and higher. The next time you feel like two steps forward, one step back, one step back is just fulfilling the experience, bringing the karmas more complete, learning the lessons, then we just keep being drawn within god will keep bringing us within but then it's up to us to respond and follow that inner call to follow that inner pull to go within to allow that to unfold not only to allow it but to actually participate with it to give it our loving I always like to say, look, listen, and feel. In this level, we talk more about feelings, but in spirit, it's really more experience because the light fills you, the love fills you. But our physical experience of that will be more of a feeling. You ever feel spirit on the top of your head or feel it fill you? Well, that's a great, gives you a great idea, but it's even so much more on that inner journey when you don't have the limitations, the physical boundaries in that way. There's so much more I can say see what I do say. I know I've got some more. It's just not there yet. There's one reference that I've heard Jim share about that I like often of how this sometimes has been talked about as the shepherd and the sheep. And the sheep know the voice of their shepherd. And they will respond to that. So when the shepherd comes to the pen where the sheep are kept, and opens the door and calls out. The sheep that are his hear the call and respond and follow that voice and move towards that shepherd and come out of the pen through that gate. I just think it's a wonderful reference because that's truly how this works. It is the voice of God that calls us And we respond, we hear that. Until then, we're just sitting or moving about in the pen, not even knowing we're even caught in a pen.